1: Oh, man, appreciate it, man. <laughs> I live here, man. How you doing today? That? that,
0: bro. Yeah, I'm doing great, man. Woke up a little late than normal, but that's because my body needed more rest. But you know, that's that's how it is sometimes, man. But I'm feeling great, man. How about yourself?
1: Awesome. I'm I'm also feeling great. One one thing that I've heard, uh, just about the rest piece is that whenever you actually have the time to rest, sleep, your body's repairing itself. So it's like the more mm-hmm. you do that, if you gotta sleep in some nights, hey let the body do what it does.
0: It's true, man. That's very, very true. There's a lot of restoration that goes into, into rest. So yeah,
1: man. Awesome. So you've been, yeah. you've been hanging out out there on, uh, on Twitch, but I guess to give people a background before we get to, uh, what's new with you, like we've done two episodes before, and I think you're the oldest college friend that I know. And you are almost like a brother to me. At first, I was like, oh, I don't want to be a- another little brother because <laughs> it's like I got four older siblings, but it's something that's that's grown on me. And um, I know recently you started using Twitch. And to get into Twitch, like, tell me a little bit about what it is and kind of like how your gaming background started and kind of brought you to this now.
0: Cool, yeah. Well, uh, Twitch is essentially... Uh, another live stream platform, similar to like, if you go live on Facebook or live on IG, uh, YouTube even has, you know, a, a live aspect, a live stream aspect. And it's a community, like Twitch, pretty sure it started off with primarily gaming, mm. but within the last few years, it, it expanded out, especially when the Rona hit, expanded out to so many other crafts. So, uh, like music, like just chatting food shows health and fitness, all, right, all those different things. And uh, what actually linked me into Twitch uh, was my love for a video game that's called Super Smash Brothers Melee, a Nintendo GameCube, which I started playing when it came out in 01, but I was playing casually, uh, played around the neighborhood for a couple years, but I didn't really get serious until college. And once I got to college and met some, some next level people, you know, the first time ever I got, you know, Got that real beat down. That's what that's that's what set the fire for me in that game. Man. And, and I played the game for 10 years straight, retired before my oldest daughter was born and I stayed in contact with a lot of my my melee homies. You know, that that's that's always been a thing. That's actually why I'm representing uh, my favorite tournament series in from Georgia's tipped off. Shout out to my man, Full Metal, you know, but yeah, what, what really got me into it, too, was was the pandemic. Because I actually was trying to DJ, like, this is ironic to say this. I've been DJing since 2009 and 2019, yeah, it was the first year at the end of that year where I started to like stack up money and make payments towards buying my own equipment. Like I had always had like my own DJ board, shout out to my big bro, Arthur Vaughn, who got me that. But. My music collection, I, I started building up myself. He also helped me with that too. And I wanted to get my own, like my own speakers, my own microphone, all this, all this information, all I mean, all this inventory. But I got it all. And then, like, I started twenty twenty strong, man. January had my like one of my favorite gigs ever. Had a nineteen seventies, it was nineteen sixties, nineteen seventies party. It had like an afro. I had fake chops on and stuff like that. It was dope, dope, super dope party. We uh, we party all night. It was super, super great. Then after that, February I did a voluntary event for my daughter's school, and then March is when the Rona hit. And after that, my DJ board actually has been in the same spot in my house since since that since since that month since March of 2020. Never even touched my DJ board again. I, I was I was devastated because I was like, man, I spent all this time, money, effort into building up my own DJ brand. And I wasn't going to push myself out there. And then I could have, you know, transitioned to like an online aspect of DJing, which a lot of DJs were doing. And I respect them for that. But I wasn't trying to do that. You know me. I'm a people person. I got yeah. to be around people. So that's when I was like, you know what? Let me uh let me see what this this Twitch thing is about. Not to mention, mm-hmm. big shout out to this guy named Fizzy at Fizzy36. Uh, he he I don't know if he did it single-handedly, but he definitely was like the driving force to bring a online aspect to melee to a new level. We had already had Melee online.
2: Mm-hmm.
0: We've had that for years. But he did this code, he added a code to it called rollback. That that makes it better. That it, like decreases the amount of lag you'll experience from person to person. Mm. And I got into that in August of 2020. And once I got into that, I was like, I gotta hop on Twitch. Like, I right. I have. I have this. I gotta hop on Twitch, and yeah, that's 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 been a blur since then, man. Now, now it's honestly one of the biggest therapies for me because you know me like rapping is therapy for me. Video game is therapeutic interacting with people is therapeutic. So you just mix all those things together, man. And it's just, it's just a great concoction, man. Real awesome. great concoction.
1: Yeah. That sounds like the, the perfect platform for you, almost like being able to interact with people. Because if I understand it right with Twitch, since you're streaming live, um, people are able to interact, comment, leave messages and kind of converse with you while you're gaming or whatever it is you might be doing.
0: Yeah, that's exactly how that works too. So Just like like I said, like with Facebook Live, IG Live, YouTube, like there is like a a live chat
2: Mm -hmm. and
0: which we refer to as just a Twitch chat or just chat. Mm -hmm. And that's where most interactions come from. However, we have another uh, platform too that's really popular. It's linked together, uh, we talked about Discord. Mm -hmm. And with using Discord, you actually can connect people through a voice channel and invite people Mm -hmm to come into that voice channel and then they can talk to you while you're streaming and everybody else can hear them on the discord. So for instance, there've Uh, been some times where I'll host a podcast on my Twitch through discord yeah, and also interact with the Twitch chat at the same time while me and my, my podcast panelists are just talking about whatever.
1: Oh, that's dope. I feel yeah. like I've been I've been getting left out. You got panelists of podcasts. What's yeah. going on there, yeah.
0: man? <laughs> man it you don't play melee, man. It's like it's melee people. It's oh, no bad, okay, okay. Yeah, it's a melee podcast, like gotcha. where it's geared toward like retro like retro games. That's that's essentially what my brand is. It's like the the first game, of course, is melee, but after melee, I do look at at uh, Nintendo sixty four games, Nintendo mm-hmm. games. Like I actually have a whole plan of of games that I'm going to go through and just demo mm. like once a week, I'm going to um, use like an emulator and mm. just do like a little short demo and, and just, you know, do like a little commentary over the old games. Cause that's honestly, that's my favorite, my favorite genre of games is older games. i a huge right. fan of those games.
1: Yeah. Awesome. I, I know you mentioned earlier um, how you got into melee smash bros and, you mentioned like meeting that high caliber of players once you got to college and be like, okay, there's another level to this. So my question to you is like, is how did you get good? And then how did you like, how and why did you decide to quote unquote retire? Like I say, retire with quotation marks or air quotes. Super, <laughs> super quotation. Say, yeah. Just to Always say like for- is <sighs> it the same thing as like UFC fighters are doing now or MMA fighters are like, I'm not getting paid enough. I'm retiring. Or is it like the rapper like Jay-Z might say, Oh, I'm retired now. But then I'll show up again and and just play around a little bit with you guys. Just just to let you know y'all must have forgot.
0: Oh y'all must have forgot. That's funny. Uh I'm a, I'm going to answer Part two first, and I might forget part one. But part two, as far as the retirement, I don't want to forget that. So the way retirement works for for me, mm-hmm.
2: it's
0: a little different than than the way retirement works for other other players. But I actually I, I retired single handedly just for my family. I wanted I spent a lot of time going to tournaments, training, practicing, coaching people, organizing events, and I loved all that time. But with my first daughter coming, you know, I wanted to give a lot more time and make a lot more time for her and and for you know my entire family, and that that's why like my retirement actually my last tournament was the the what was it February of 2017. The first I was born in March 2017. So yeah, I actually set up my retirement to be the last tournament that I ever did was in uh, this 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 uh, venue that. Mike full he actually uh, put up what's called the laboratory. Mm. And my whole sense of the retirement scene was just like where I will still be involved, you know, somewhat, but I'm not going to enter any tournaments. Like I might pop in, say hello, do some commentary, you know, maybe even like, you know, bring my fam by just to say hello, whatever, whatever. But as far as like actively spending the time to train and to compete, Mm -hmm. like, yeah, that's, that's what, that's what I did. Uh, as far as retiring goes and it's funny too there's a there's a there's two dynamics to tournaments too there's a singles and there's a doubles of course you know if you're singles you playing for yourself doubles you have a teammate
1: right
0: most players when they retire they'll retire from singles but they'll still enter doubles Mm -hmm. and that's kind kind of what i did like i i think it took me a while maybe took me like eight to ten months after my first daughter was born but so I finally get into another tournament and play teams, mm-hmm. but yeah, teams is a different breed, man. I love teams. I'm not gonna lie to you. Teams is just, you know, I'm a, I'm a very like team worky, you know, collaborative person, you know? So when it, when it comes to, to being able to play my favorite game with, with somebody else, it's just, it's, it's enjoyable. But, uh, but as far as like getting good though, after I got beat up that first time, what i did was i just went on a tear like around southern poly just all of this happened on like southern poly's mm-hmm. campus where that day i got beat up and i didn't play the game for that like the rest of that day i just like sat on that l like i just one of one of my, my mentors back in the day was like sometimes you take a loss you know you you gotta And build upon it and you know, let it motivate you let it give you that fire so uh you don't want to you don't want to it it make become vengeful you know you like you you, right. you, you want it to you wanted to give you like a a positive response to where you're like, okay now i gotta start i gotta hit the gym i gotta i gotta start training my shot blah 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 so what i did was the next day
1: wait i before, started before you go there can you go back a little bit i lost you a little bit when you said when you started to explain what happened when you got your butt handed to you with the loss.
0: Okay. Uh. Yes. Yeah, so what, what I was saying was is after I I got I got bodied, mm-hmm. you know I just I just didn't play the game for the rest of that day, right? All right. Like I just like I got a I got to hold that L, you know. So I just held it. Mm-hmm. Uh. Did did some schoolwork. Went to class. Uh. Went to sleep, and then the next day I started my plan of going around campus at southern poly's campus and finding people new people to play because the people that i had already been playing were about either on the same level or i or i was at a higher level than them Mm. so my goal in order to get better was to find people at a higher level than me and and lose to them learn from them and then grow from there now and in that Tear of going around campus and trying to find better people, I found who has the label as my melee father, who taught me the advanced techniques of the game. I didn't even know how deep the game was back back. This is like two thousand and seven, August September two
2: thousand
0: and seven, and from from that time period of the game, like the game actually had been you know out six years, but there were a lot of advanced techniques of the game that. I wasn't aware of like that's that's actually what to set you apart from like a casual player and a competitive player. Mm. Now, most times casual players, they may enter tournaments, they may not. Competitive players are the same way they may enter tournaments they may not. But they do research and they know things about the game that most times casual players won't learn. So uh, this guy's the guy's name was Marsful and he literally even showed me help, like help to show me. One of the best videos out there it's actually an advanced how to play video which breaks down all the techniques and gives them to you in like this three-year-old here let's teach you how to do this you know formula and single-handedly he opened my eyes to how deep the game could be and so shout out to him also shout outs to all the other the players that i came across it's really funny too that a lot of those players,
2: mm-hmm.
0: I won't even name name names because a lot of there's a lot of names I still talk to to this day, and okay. we don't even a lot of we don't even play melee together anymore.
2: Mm. Like
0: even the guy who beat me up the first time, yeah. I'll say his name. His name Stanley. <laughs> uh, his birthday was like, was what's, what I don't even know what today. It was like three days ago.
1: Oh, I and think I remember Stanley.
0: Stanley Irial from yep. he's from Nigeria. Yep.
2: Yeah, I remember yep. him
0: bodied me, bro. Like he destroyed me, man, like, and then had the nerve, like the crazy thing about that, that, that bodying was I, I started destroying him first. Like mm-hmm. when we started playing the match halfway through the match, I'm, man, he couldn't touch me. He barely could even touch me. And I'm thinking, you know, I was a to play him by somebody else. Mm-hmm. And, uh, and they're like, this guy said he was good. Like I'm, I'm feeding <laughs> this guy. Like what this guy's this is not good. And excuse me, and then uh, he proceeds to pause the game halfway through, and say, "You got to step it up, man. You got to step it up." And I'm like, "What?" Like, in my mind, I'm thinking that I'm not a I'm not a confrontational person, you know. So yeah. I'm confused. I'm confused, and then all of a sudden, he unpauses the game and starts beating my. You know what? Like it, it's. <laughs> It was, it was bad, bro. Like, it was, yeah. just, I didn't even touch him. for like, the next 20, 25 minutes, he literally just, like, bodied me. And, and just, like, I had no answer. I had no answer for anything. I had never seen anything like that. Not to mention he was using Yoshi, which nobody uses Yoshi in that game. back then. <laughs>
2: like,
0: the heck uses Yoshi, man? I was like, man, I'm getting beat up by a freaking Yoshi, man. It was crazy. But, uh, but yeah, man, after yeah. that, though, I just started. Like finding people that were better than me, I started training. I started doing research, like a lot. I started. I spent more time playing melee than I, melee than I did doing my own homework. You know? mm. So that that was a thing. But yeah, uh, but that's, hey, that's essentially
1: got you. Well, I mean, you yeah. you did a beautiful job explaining both of those questions, like how you got good and what essentially retirement meant, like retiring mm-hmm. from professional play. But yeah. now doing it with Twitch, it's like you're able to do it. In a professional manner but like to your own pace and then also you're putting your own flavor with it doing the freestyle but before even touching on the freestyle bit can you talk a little bit about um like just briefly explain what smash bros is and kind of like what some of the characters are for people that like don't know anything about it
0: oh yeah of course yeah so i'll take it back to the beginning real quick do a little history lesson uh actually the original smash bros game was actually came out i believe in 96. Mm. maybe may the wrong year 96 98 it was in, in the 90s and it came out for nintendo 64. and it's so funny too and i found out about that game through a commercial mm. which involved like people wearing like mascot costumes that you would see like you know on the football fields
2: yeah yeah <laughs> and
0: it was like it was like a mario a yoshi Mm -hmm. a Pikachu, and a Donkey Kong. okay, And they were just, like, hitting each other with, Mm -hmm. like, bats and, like, punching each other and stuff. Like, it was just, like, I was watching, like, what is this? Like, what are they doing? Like, it it looked like a parody commercial. It didn't look like a real commercial at all. And then out of nowhere, it transitions to footage of the game, and it's, like, these characters fighting on a stage which... I'm pretty sure to my knowledge that had never happened before like mm. like these these characters uh right. some of the other 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 characters like they have their own games you know right, right. um there's there's a lot of pokemon characters mm-hmm. involved in, so there's like Jigglypuffs in the game mm-hmm. uh for those we you know there's this racing series called f zero and captain Falcon is one is, is a racer in that game he's in the game yeah um a really big character uh is a fox. Mm-hmm. who's from a game called Star Fox, Fox with clouds in the game. Uh, Kirby, who's a big puff ball, like floats and, and like <laughs> s- steals your powers and stuff like that. So there's a lot of really cool characters. Yeah. But uh, the the funny thing about the the You're
2: not
0: going to mention Snake? snake snakes, snake's... Nah, that's oh, nah, funny you say oh, that. Oh,
1: my bad. I guess I messed snakes up. Snake's later.
0: Snake okay. is later. Yeah, this is the original later. game. This is the original game. Gotcha. um like the original cast i think it was maybe only 10 characters another popular character too well actually not too popular but uh samus uh mm. who is from her her series is metroid even mm. though like random side note or random fun fact everybody thought samus was a male character in her games mm. because she was a bounty hunter she had a helmet on she she looks like she you know she's out of halo you know like she's right. just a, a cannon on her arm and nobody actually even knew that Samus was a female character until you, I think you have to beat one of her games a hundred percent, I think. Mm-hmm. And then her suit comes off or helmet comes off. And then you see, she has like long blonde hair. And that like blew the minds for like so many gamers. Cause they're like, Oh man, I thought I was playing as a dude. And it's like, actually hey, a girl!" Like, <laughs> so crazy. So crazy. I, I love Metroid games. Love, love, love those games. But, um, nice. but yeah. That that actually was my first interest in the game, but when Melee came out, Melee came out in 2001, mm-hmm. Melee was act- actually an accident. So Melee was created.
2: Mm-hmm.
0: The the production team for that game created Melee in six months. Oh wow. And they added a whole bunch of other characters. Uh they they also added uh some other clone characters, meaning that like they take a character and then like make a similar character. Like for instance, like even in, in 64 version, there was Mario and there was also Luigi, They're like clone characters of each other. In Melee, you have Mario, Luigi and Dr. Mario. So where Mario and Dr. Mario are very similar. Okay. Uh, Pikachu is in okay. Melee and has a clone called Pichu, which is like a little version of Pikachu. Hmm. They did. They did that in Melee. Uh, there's like, I want to say 26 characters in Melee and from that point on too like other smash games started coming out and that's when I'll get into the one you kind of um uh, foreshadowed too which was Super Smash Brothers Brawl which mm-hmm. was the third game that came out and uh it's funny you mentioned Snake cuz Snake was my character and Brawl was <laughs> one of my one of my one of my characters man but uh but it's funny to mention Brawl Brawl, Brawl was one of the one of the I think first big divides in the melee in the smash community because melee you know had been out probably for like uh seven years i think Mm -hmm. i think brawl came out in 08 yeah and so melee was dying too like like a lot of people were like "Ah, i'm done with melee and they weren't playing it as much anymore so a, a lot of melee players switched to brawl i was one of them actually like a lot of people did that but the game was different man like nothing against people who, who you know who love love the game of brawl or whatever but it was just too slow melee in 64 have like a fast-paced aspect to the game but they slowed it down in brawl and i was not not a fan of that i played that game for like maybe six months straight
2: yeah
0: and and then quit and it was like you know what i'm going back to melee and that's what happened for a lot of players, like a, a lot of players like either they quit Brawl and went back to Melee yeah. or they kept playing Brawl or they quit both games and they just completely, you know, ejected. But right. both communities started to, you know, to play separately. And it's sad to say, like we we're playing, the, you know, the same Smash game, you know, started the same Smash family, but we beefed a lot. It was so sad to see the beefs that came about, you know, between the two communities. Because there was a little bit, of, there was a little bit of overlap, but because Brawl, of course, was the newer game and more popular game, it got more attention and support than Melee. So, hmm. uh, that was that was the problem. But then after Brawl was another game called Smash Four, which kept building upon uh, the character roster, and also I, I think they sped it up a little bit
2: mm-hmm. from
0: from Brawl. Yeah, they did. They definitely sped it back up. It wasn't as fast as Melee, but it was still faster than Brawl. And then uh, the most recent Smash game to come out, which is Smash Ultimate, which has like so many characters. I don't even know how they fit on the screen, mm. and it's just characters from all over. I think they recently just announced they uh they added a new character in that game called uh I want to say his name wrong, but he's a Tekken character. Mm. Okay. And they they done that too. Like they they implemented characters from Minecraft, uh, from like other Fire Emblem characters, from you know
1: different oh, wow. different. So it's, al- games, yeah, like- it's almost like out over time the game's almost like cannibalized itself, getting all these different characters from different gaming properties and things like that. But from like yeah. a pure standpoint, melee is really the go-to that a lot a lot of people look to as like that that was the one like the second er- iteration of Smash Bros. That's true,
0: man. That's like the game is still being played competitively to this day.
1: Awesome. I, yeah. I feel like I like how you you explained it and you expressed it because that that gives like a, a newfound appreciation for me to understand like why people value certain video games so much because a lot of people would just see it as like oh that's a game you're wasting your time behind that you need to be reading a book or you need to be playing outside or something but to your point it's like it gives people that sense of community and like the creativity that people put into developing these games to think that they made. The one I think you said was Melee in six months versus now it takes like six years and longer to make all these newer games with like higher graphics and this processing power that it needs all of this other stuff to do. It's like as more complicated as things are becoming like the people that put the time and energy into like the small things like small now considered, but like it was big at the time. And it, it's yeah. still considered bigger now. It's it's good to see that things like that, Super Mario Bros. and like those different classic games, Zelda, like those still tend to stand the test of time because mm-hmm. I can remember back to um, I think you maybe met some of my roommates like that played frisbee, like Alex Bragg. Maybe I'll catch up with him one day. But like I know him and a lot of people they. They got like the N64 back and started doing a lot of the retro gaming and being like, hey, let's play through this thing again and like let's just check it out. And it's like, okay, crap, this thing is is a lot harder. It doesn't tell you, okay, go here, do this. It's like, no, you just put in the game and you gotta go figure out where exactly you gotta be.
0: That's true, man. That that's that's funny you mentioned that too. So I was just talking to my buddy about that, about how I don't like new games. A lot of times, actually historically, the newest system that I I ever even got, and it's primarily because of Smash was Nintendo Wii. And that was like what two iterations ago, two, I don't even know. It's old. Mm -hmm. But even for the for the Sony side, like I'm like PlayStation guy, I got a PlayStation 2. I never got a PS3. So I never really got into the next gen aspect of video games Mm -hmm. i've just always been a fan of like playing the older games can like just replaying them and going back and forth or even playing you know melee for so long and the new games, so like ps3 ps4 ps5 xbox 360 xbox one all that all that crazy stuff i never was really a fan of sacrificing like story and gameplay for graphics which is what a lot of new games do or yeah. or even or like trendy stuff like making stuff that's going to have like a a temporarily big following
2: right
0: um never been a fan of that even though i'll be honest there's one game i did play that uh that game has a special part of my heart man uh it's actually uncharted 3. i don't know mm. if you know about the uncharted series You is, uh,
1: is that the one with the um drake yeah, or oh, I I was almost getting it confused with The Last of Us, but no, I, I remember Uncharted.
0: Uh yeah. So uh, yeah, essentially, it's like it's like Tomb Raider, you know, mm-hmm. or Indiana Jones. Right. Uh, it's just it was just like a, a young guy, young guy named Drake has like a, a, a older mentor named Sully, and he just you know going through adventures and like there's there's Assassin's Creed type like climbing on stuff and puzzles mm-hmm. and things like that, and I didn't even finish one or two, like a one or two, which came out for PS2, I believe. But I actually played that game like on a span of two days, I wanna say. I, I was down in South Florida. This is just like, I don't know what year this was, 2011, 2012, one of those years. One, yeah, me and one of my best friends, we went down to South Florida and stayed at a best friend's house who actually had been friends with. I've been friends with this guy since elementary school.
2: Yeah.
0: And while we're chilling at his house, it's it's probably like three o'clock in the morning and I'm just like awake. And he's like, yo, you wanna, you wanna play my, my PlayStation? I was like, all right, sure, yeah, I'll, I'll play it. And he's like, yeah, I got Uncharted 3. I was like, okay, i never played before. I start the game from the beginning, bro. I don't stop playing that game until 10 o'clock in the morning, man. Like literally just, I could not put the game down. Cause essentially it's like a movie yeah. and a game like it's a it's a movie that you play through like the cinematics and and the everything just links so well yeah. love the story and that's honestly like the only new like newer game that mm. i've ever played through I, after that first that uh first set of time i went to sleep for a little bit we hung out blah blah, blah. and the next night i beat the, the beat the rest of the game yeah and i don't know man i, I just i just felt like a connection with that game that I hadn't felt with uh, a, a new game in a long time. Like I, I felt that connection in old school games for like mm-hmm. PlayStation 2 and stuff like that. But I don't know what it was about that game. One of, one of my goals actually, and I started started this goal already, is to have a long stream series where I'm just going to pull up a YouTube video of somebody playing the game yeah, and then just provide commentary over it And like tell stories about when I was playing it and like how confused I was and stuff like that and and just really step up my commentary game because that's that's what I love I love providing commentary I love providing you know insight feedback and things like that that's that's my bag
1: awesome I I guess when you when you speak on commentary I, I might be jumping around a bit but I always remember yeah. I would always hear about uh, red versus blue for Halo because I'd know that was the big thing like mid two thousands or uh, late late two thousands. And you know about that show, man? I love that show. I didn't know that it was a show until I finally looked it up and it was like, Oh, these are guys commenting on people during gameplay and it was so hilarious because like just the hmm. The mm-hmm. fights or the spouts and different things people could get into during like just playing face to face or online for that matter. But now, if you have somebody commenting on top of that, it's like you can almost make anybody say anything because they don't have mouths, they don't like they're just moving around, they're doing this or they're doing that.
0: Yeah, no, dude, no, I gotta, I gotta, I gotta comment on that, dude. Red versus blue, I just so ironic you mentioned that. So the friend that I stayed with in South Florida, the elementary school friend named Alexis, him and his older brother actually introduced me to Red versus Blue. Actually, they also introduced me to Halo. That that was like the first introduction that the Halo I ever got was from him and his brother, and I was trash at Halo. I was never even good. But Red versus Blue, though, actually, what what that what that was, what it, what it still is, because it still has like so many like spinoffs. Initially. Was like some bored guys, super bored nerd guys, that had the idea that they could use the game to make mm-hmm. a show, and use the perspective of one player's like per uh, like person of a POV, like their their their, their person their, their perspective, I should say, yeah. as the camera.
2: Mm-hmm.
0: So like in the first episodes, the first even season. When you play Halo, there's like, you know, there's a, a crosshair. It's like a little circle.
2: Yeah.
0: Right. To show like where you're aiming at. Mm-hmm. That is in every in every shot And the old the old like original videotaping of that. They mm-hmm. literally what they did was is they set up other players, like you said, to, to, to have a conversation and a talk and mm-hmm. they would move their their faces up and down to make it seem like they were talking. Yeah. Then use the Use the other person's point of view as the camera, and they lit. It's it's just so crazy to think how they did this. They did multiple takes, yeah, of diff- of this this perspective, this perspective, and like chopped it up. And it's to think like the early 2000s, do something like that, man, blew my mind, bro. And it's and the and the thing is crazy. It's hilarious. Like it's <laughs> like the, the comedic timing in this show is just spot on, and like it. It's just it's it's also very impressive to see the 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 glow up like the level up because they started playing they started using Halo One to record the show mm. and so from from that you have Halo Two you have Halo Three Halo ODST Halo Reach Halo Chronicle all all these other Halo games and as the game started coming out they started to like like update what they were doing with the new game and bro to to look at where it started originally and to look at where it is now. Mm-hmm. It's it's crazy. I can't. I'm, I'm, I'm still in shock, man. But I love that. Show. That's like one of my I actually it's so funny. I just went back like a month ago and rewatched like the first season, man. I just nice. Huge fan. Huge fan.
1: Man, that, that's hilarious because it's like I, I would always hear about it. And even when you mention seasons of things like, you know, like um, old sitcoms and things like that. I didn't grow up watching a lot of TV, mm-hmm. but when I did, I would just catch like a show on a one-off, but I, I never noticed that, oh, this is one season. And then when things change, it's like, oh, this is a different season. Like, for example, again, random thing, but when the Prince of Bel, when the, yeah, the Fresh Prince of Bel-Air was on, and then you have Aunt Viv, yeah. is one lady, and then all of a sudden she switches up. It's like, oh, there's a season change. But I think they recently came out with a thing and they, they addressed that where she came back, she gave her perspective and Will gave his perspective. And they, everybody, the cast members and all that, they, they went through. So that's something I, I'll probably try to watch sometime this year.
0: Yeah, definitely, man. De- make sure you, you got to pay attention to uh, one of the characters. name is Jazz. On mm. the very first episode of When Aunt Viv Changes, yeah. Like, He's, I got look, that. he's looking at her. He's like, he's like, something about you is different. Like <laughs> you gotta, you gotta you gotta watch that. That's that's they did that well. That was pretty clever.
1: Yeah. But oh back to the, the Twitch thing real quick. I know um mm-hmm. so how long have you been doing it and like how can people link up with you on there?
0: Okay, yeah, so my official start date was I wanna say September of 2020. That's that's mm-hmm. when that's when I, I started like really actively going in, and uh, yeah, if you if you if you go on Twitch, my Twitch name is long. Even though if you start typing it, like it'll the rest of it should autofill, but uh, it starts off with uh, MGFC Mike go, Fox, Foxrod Charlie, which is the crew that I'm a part of. It's mm-hmm. a New Jersey crew. Shout out! Shout out to Jersey, and then Ron Aroni, the homie. So. That's R-O-N R O the Homie. Just like this I got sounds. But uh, but like I said, if you just type in M G F C Ron, I'm pretty much like the only person. And it's all one word, like all the the the, the screen names are up put together. But um, it's just really funny though that like with my name being Ron Aroni, when people don't know who I am, you know, because like, I'm only really known in Georgia, primarily in in, in, uh, in New Jersey, but they see my name, like they'll, 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 mm-hmm. they'll have like situations where um, I'll explain a, a quick, a quick feature in, in Twitch, which I really love It's called it's called a raid. And what a raid is, is when you're streaming, you know, you have a, a number of viewers that watch you like you can see like that number, I try not to look at that number, you know, because mm-hmm. I don't really care about numbers like that. But, um, but what you can do is when you're ending your stream, you can actually like transition your viewers to another person's stream. That's that's mm-hmm. what, what the rate is. And typically the reason why you do that too is it helps to support like a uh, smaller streamers, which is what which I am, I'm a small streamer, mm-hmm. and I love to, to support uh, small streamers. And so what I'll do is at the end of my streams, I'll look at my followers list and go down to the bottom, see who's playing Melee, and then, um interact with them say hi to them and then raid them
2: mm.
0: and it's it's so fun. that's how i meet new people that's actually how people have even met me like i've been raided, you know several times by like some big players you know shout out to all the big players that have ever done that to me Yeah. and so that's ha- how people have found out my name but the funniest thing bro to me i think when, like as far as naming goes when they see my name Roni, and they see like the first letters are r-o-n-a and they're like wait is that rona Wait, Rona Roni? Is that it? Is, it? is your name from the Rona? And I and like that's so funny. One of my first nicknames actually in the community on the Twitch community, because like I said, people didn't know, didn't know me, because you know, it's a bigger, a bigger reach when you're on yeah. Twitch, it's like such of like, the world, was Rona. Like that was my nickname, was 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 Rona. And and I, I thought it was funny. But when it comes to like the melee community, like who knows me, like my 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 main name is just Ron. Like they'll call me Ron or Roni, mm-hmm. which I like Roni, I'm a big fan of Roni. But I just think it's just so funny that when people just see that, they're like, oh, did you make a name because of the Rona? Like, nah, man, I've been model Since 2008, man, so this, right. is, this goes way back.
1: Yeah, man. That's awesome. I, I was gonna ask you what, what the letters at the start of your uh, your Twitch name meant, but as you explained it, I was like, okay, I got it.
0: Yeah, 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 that's, that's my crew. Um, so it's so funny too. Like uh, when I, what I was actually talking about my, my mom, I was on my mom's, um, tea and talk with her show. Uh, thanks again for all your help with that. Like that you man. I really appreciate you supporting my mom like that, man. It's love. For sure. But, uh, like one of the, the face one of her Facebook family members actually asked like, Oh, what does MGFC stand for? And, and I, I missed the question. So I had to go back and answer it later. But so actually this is kind of a weird thing. Um, the actual definition, I can't tell you unless you're in the crew. That's mm-hmm. that's like one of the rules. Or unless uh, a founding member, which shout out to my man L uh, L D L, who's formerly known as Chain Ace, um, mm-hmm. who's like, you know, like the head, I consider him like he's like the, the big hunter on charge. So he can he can tell you what it stands for like you know, it's his thing, like it's his baby he's yeah. found there. Uh, But the funny thing is, is though, like, because a lot of the players initially in the crew played Falco, which is, I forgot to mention that character. That's the character I play. He's a Mm -hmm. bird player who does a lot of combos. We used to say that MGFC stands for mad, grimy Falco combos. But uh, (laughs) that's just like a, under the, yeah, it's just an unofficial, unofficial abbreviation. But,
1: Awesome. It, uh, I just... I just had something on the top of my mind, but it, it just passed. But man, that's awesome.
0: Uh, and man, those good times, definitely. I will say this, too, though. like from the whole therapy perspective is that I want to stream consistently. That's, that's something I did for a little while. I, I was streaming pretty consistently here and there. I even made like a stream schedule to where like on Mondays I would have Monday night Melee Tuesday, I would have tutorial Tuesday where I do uh, music tutorials uh, with FL studios, like, you know, recording programs.
2: Hmm.
0: Uh, Thursday would be Thursday night SmackDown, which is Melee. And then hmm. that's where we just, I I, I uh, invite people to come in and just like play, play randomly and stuff like that. Yeah. And then uh, Saturday would be uh, when I'd, ho- I'd host a podcast.
1: Gotcha.
0: And i probably, I'd say since, I started streaming, only kept that schedule consistent for like possibly like three weeks, hmm. and maybe I said, I said, man, I say, yeah, I say three weeks, just because, like you know, ups and downs, like you know, like life, life, yeah, those different life different things that you, life happens, yeah. But uh, but I wanted to give you a shout out, man, because like like your consistency as far as I like just podcasting is very very inspiring, very very motivating. So. Um, as I continue to grow and as I continue to like handle the things in my life, like of course my daughters are at the top of their list, like you know priorities and getting other things uh, leveled out, you know, getting to your level of consistency with, with Twitch streams is definitely on my, my to-do list, man. So I want to shout you out for that.
1: Appreciate that. I, I know the, the biggest thing for me this year, really getting back to like the consistency bug is, has been narrowing things down to doing it once and just choosing one thing instead of trying to do like multiple days of content like I just I just narrowed it down to like okay what can I do each week is just put out one podcast and then once I got to doing that regularly it was like okay well what else can you do with that one piece of content you can promote it let people know hey this is coming out Tuesday and then like do a countdown and even something that i stopped looking at it as like a loss like not posting from february of 2020 until june and then september i was like you know for the content that i missed out on posting like doing the short clips i was like let me talk with one of the editors that helps me do the video editing to see if i can if we can still put those out and then what i was doing was that I started putting them out as throwback Thursday episodes or like shorts. And it's like, Hey, okay, here's something for Monday for what's coming out Tuesday. And then throwback Thursday, check out this old episode. Here's a clip from it. And that seems to work in the sense that people are responding it. And then I I can get over the, Oh, I didn't do this, uh, whatever. And even now, so it's like, to your point of speaking on the consistency is, like you have the high of like the motivation, so to speak. I think we talked about this a little bit yesterday. And then you try yeah. and take advantage of the opportunity so that you like keep the momentum going. But then it, it always seems like right around summertime, I hit this like, I want to hit the snooze or I want to hit the cruise in a sense to be like, oh, I I don't want to do as much. But the beautiful thing about remembering i just need to do one thing and it's part of the book that i started reading this this year i finally finished it and i'm going back through it um piece by piece to see what i can apply and it's like okay what's the one thing i can do personally what's the one thing i can do for work and it's like okay even if i have a one-year goal how can I step it back to today and say, okay, this is the one thing I can do now that's going to help me get there. And that that's been the big thing. So I, I definitely, um, thank you for that compliment. And I just wanted to add some meat on it to just say, that's what's working for me, not trying to have multiple pieces of content. Like I was doing before trying to do three things every single day. And I was like, no, Let me just do one thing, one project, even working with the guests. I was like, I'm just going to record one day of the week because I think I might have told you or shared it before. It's like starting to work the night shift since February and saying, okay, we work four days, but you have to completely flip your schedule. And you know about that because you've, you've been working the night shift for some time and your schedule, it seems like you'll work the night shift, maybe the day, and then you'll alternate. And I'm like, man, like you're, you're stronger than most of us. (laughs)
0: Mm -hmm. Appreciate that, man.
1: It's like on on top of that, also being a father, I I commend you for that. And um, it's Father's Day just, just passed, I think last weekend. And when you think about it, like I'm grateful to my dad for being the man that he is because it's, it's not something that's easy to do. Even like, I know we recognize Mother's Day in May, but I think too many times it's, it's easy to be dismissive of the people that um, stick around and do what they're supposed to do. And even for the people that don't stick around, it's like, there's no telling why they did that or why, I, I don't know. Everybody knows, I guess, between them and God, they know why they make the decisions they do. At the end of the day,
0: that's definitely true, man. Nah, I nah, nah, appreciate that, man. Definitely, definitely appreciate your kind words, man.
1: Awesome. Yeah, but I guess not to uh, not to overstay my welcome with with the podcast. I, I like where we're we're going with this, but oh, well, no, let me not. We'll stay for a little bit uh i definitely don't want to brush past it but i watched the clip you sent me and i was actually able to catch um part of your stream because i know you sent it to me before and i was like a part of me was like is it bad that i hadn't dove in and and checked out a lot of the streams but then i had to remind myself that in the moment like hey my one thing is doing this like the podcast project and it's like i'll look from time to time but it's like the only way that i i can stay consistent whether it's doing a little bit of homework here or checking this video out or that is that i got to stay locked in but in Uh watching a part of your stream and seeing you bring in your freestyle ability with your gaming ability that was like okay like people are freaking out they're like oh my god Ah. is he doing it off the top what's going on like so so tell me about that. What's that experience been like for you?
0: Oh man, that's 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 honestly like the best one really because I didn't even know you know that I could do that at the same time for one. Because sometimes when I'm streaming, I haven't done that recently because I, I haven't played as much because uh, uh, you know. Even though I'm only thirty-two, mm-hmm. it's just funny to think about. It, but I'm playing. I've been playing video games for twenty-five years or twenty-six. Like I started playing games at like five. You know. Yeah. Uh, not to mention like computers, you know, like when I was on computers, they had like gateways and big monitors in the background. So um, I, I realized too that not to mention even Melee, I've been playing Melee since 01. Melee requires a lot of hand, you know, like dexterity. And so, and not to mention the controller that you hold is not it's not good for, for, it's not a good ergonomic controller really. Like it's like, literally like it's so funny. You can typically tell a melee player or an old school melee player because their hands just like hold this position. Like they'll just, mm-hmm. when they, when they just, in a the neutral, they'll, they'll just gravitate to this, which is what my hands do too, but I'm working on doing hand stretches or whatever. But, but as far as the rapping thing though goes, man, it's funny that you just said what you had to say. And I, I'm glad that you said it, but like, like is he really it off the top? I I, I recently just started to Push myself away from using the word freestyle, unless unless I say like, oh, I'm freestyling, you know, mm-hmm. from like that that tense. But like actually, like promoting like the word freestyle, I stopped doing that. I now replace that word with just off the top, because I realized too, like it, it's it's like it's 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 a it's a known thing in the hip hop community, even outside of the hip hop community
2: mm-hmm.
0: and other communities that when you use the word freestyle it's multiple definitions like the, the primary two definitions are one going off the top just rant like you know just spitting whatever you 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 can off the top and then the other definition which is actually I want to say it might have been first I don't I don't know it's debatable but is a written that's not about a particular subject it's free of style that's oh. that's one of the OG MCs big daddy kane actually had an interview a few years ago that and he was asked that he, like, they asked him a question, like, you know, so what do you, what do you, you know, think about these cats that are like, that are freestyle and they're, and they're spitting written? Because that's like, it's very frowned upon within like the freestyle MC community is to spit something that you wrote. But, right. um, but yeah, Big Daddy Kane, you know, he's one of the original OG MCs and, that, and that's what he said. So, um, so now what I do with it is I try my best to like, let people know, hey, this is off the top, throw words in the Twitch chat. And I'm a freestyle off the words that y'all put in the Twitter. That's, that's one main way I do it. another thing that I, that I can do that I have to give a big shout out to MC Supernatural, uh, some people who may not know who he is. He's actually one of the like original OG crowd freestylers, meaning that he will go in front of a crowd and do this one trick where he'll ask people to take things out of their pocket or like out of their purse and just like hold them up and he will freestyle about those items right in front of you. Like that's, mm. he's one of the dopest freestyles to do it. And the way he actually got into it, shout out to him and Talib Kweli, they were on a podcast. That's like one of my favorite podcast episodes ever. Supernat, that's his, that's his abbreviation, mm. went into this story and I may mess up the story. I'm not, I, I'm not exactly sort of detail the story, but he was in, I want to say an executive's office talking about label stuff and music stuff or trying to be signed or, or something of that nature. And I think it was it was a, it was a woman that was behind the desk and there was a TV next to the desk. Mm-hmm. And you know he was trying to give her an explanation of what he does. She's like, you know, so I don't, I don't really know what you do. Like, what do you do? Like, how, how, how does this work? And so what he does is he, he's like, may I have your remote? Mm-hmm. And he takes the remote, turns the TV to another channel and in front of her starts to freestyle about what's on the TV and starts to change the channel while rapping and rap about what is on the next channel. And after like three channel changes, she's like, stop. Like, just stop. Like, I've I've seen enough. Right. And like, and like just to hear that story from him, I was like, yo, that's that. And that's this was like in the nineties, I think. this might have been in the 90s he did this so that that's that right alone is crazy you already know it was old school tv but um but that story though is what really inspired me even gave me the idea that i could do an updated version of that and be on twitch and pull up a youtube video that's more than likely Smash or melee related and freestyle while watching the video Mm. in fact that's, that's actually something I've done. That's, that's, that's kind of like my thing. Like if somebody raids me, like, mm-hmm. like a, a melee player, uh, I'll give a prime example. One of my favorite Falco's newer Falco players, his name is ginger. He always plays blue Falco he has like the dopest haircut. Nobody else in the community has a doper haircut to him. His haircut is super swag. And he raided me last year, Christmas. Like it was like I played going into Christmas, uh, like Christmas Eve going into Christmas. It was like two o'clock in the morning. And he raids me, and I'm freaking out. I was like, "Whoa!" Like I didn't even know Ginger even knew who I was. Like I had no idea. And so he raids me. I was like, I was like, "Yo, did you just raid me? Like, is that is is that what just happened?" And then he types in the Twitch chat, "Merry Christmas, man. You know, have a have a happy New Year." And I'm like, "All right, you know what? You know, Ginger's raided me, so I got to do a Twitch rap. And he was like, "Yep, that's what you got to do. Like that has to happen." And so I pulled up one of his, one of my favorite combo videos that he made. Mm. And I, it felt, it felt kind of bad though, because like the music in that video is so amazing. I love the music in that video, but I turned the music down, I put on my own beats and mm. started to freestyle off his combo video. And like, and I had, the thing was, I had never done that either. I had never just randomly put on a combo video and started rapping about it. but. It's just it it was so funny, too, because not only am I rapping about the video, Mm -hmm. but I'm also rapping about the people in the Twitch chat. Like I I glance over to my Twitch chat and i never forget. There was this one one guy. His username was uh, Toast Buns or Toasted Buns. (laughs) And and like and while I was I was rapping, I said something like laser got get the guns up, spit fire at Toast the Buns up. And, and the guy said, yo, did this guy just put my buns in the, in the wrap? No, <laughs> I was like, yo, let's go, man. Oh, it was, it was, fire. Man. it was, no pun intended, super fire. Oh man. Like, That's but, hilarious. but it's, it's, it's the, it's literally the It's the energy from the beats, from mm-hmm. the Twitch chat, even though these people are not next to me, you know what I'm saying? I don't even know these people, but just. They still are giving me energy just from being there in the Twitch chat. Then, of course, you got the video that I'm using as the catalyst. And like, then not to mention what really, what really gets me in my bag, Mm -hmm. excuse me, is having that microphone in front of me. Like having a microphone in front of me, which I realize it's, 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 it's a, it's a mental thing. It's a childhood mental thing. I actually, shout out to my, my pops and my moms from back in the day uh where they actually let me hold a microphone like the old school handheld mics mm-hmm. bef- before i could talk before i could even speak words i was holding this mic and going you know mumbling on this microphone so that's 29 30 years ago so now i'm behind a mic anytime i'm behind a microphone I get an energy about me that I can't even explain to you, bro. I cannot. Not to mention, if you put a pop filter in front of it, I don't know what it is about that pop filter. But you put a pop filter in front of that microphone, mm-hmm. it's, <laughs> over. it's game over, bro. It's
1: game over, bro. It's awesome. Man, you're taking me back to the Soul Food Cypher yeah, days I, because I remember you introduced me to that. And every single time I come through Atlanta, I'm like, I got to stop by the Cypher.
0: Yeah. Yeah, man. The I, they get, they
1: get I cannot wait for the cypher to come
0: back yeah yeah i mean uh, in person yeah because um we actually continue doing that you know every sunday like every if we stopped last year march was was i think that's when we stopped april march last year when, when the pandemic happened and um yeah we, we transitioned to do it to doing it on zoom which is cool i'm not gonna yeah. i'm not gonna lie but Everybody knows same. you can't compare it. It's not the same, man. Like it's just not the same, but, uh, I don't know what our plans are as far as bringing it back. Like, like we have a date in mind yet, but mm-hmm. I just know once that, once that happens, uh, I won't probably be back at the first one. Cause I'm mm-hmm. still like, you know, keeping my distance and, and, and avoiding large crowds for a little bit. But yeah. once I get back in there, man, I already know, man. It's just going to be an energy like like no other, man. It's just going to be crazy.
1: Awesome, man.
2: Definitely.
1: (laughs) um, What was it? Oh, yeah. I guess one thing that whenever you use the term raid, I I was like, that's neat that you guys use it in a positive term because usually it's like in gaming, whenever I would play something that's like, uh, I forget. What type of game it is but where it's like you're building a civilization and usually you'd go in and you'd raid a place it's like you're taking it over you're
2: uh breaking uh, everything down and then you're you're
1: building your own but it's like no i'm sharing my following with you and that you get the love from that and the interaction so that that's a great thing
0: hell yeah yeah man Big fan
1: awesome but oh one or (laughs) Two last questions I'll ask you is, what's something you gained from 2020?
0: Something I gained from 2020? Mm -hmm. Yeah, I gained a a higher sense of appreciation for for family and friends, man, because I realized one thing is that I spent my entire life, not my entire life, but I'd say like my, since high school, college, I'd Mm -hmm. say like after I left high school, once I went to college, I've always considered myself a person to to keep in contact with, you know, family and friends and stay connected and to nurture those relationships. But I realized that something I did in college was, is that I spent so much time like making new friends and nurturing those friendships and, and being so outgoing and, and, and those, those activities that I did that I lost touch with some of my family and friends that, you know, I grew up with
2: mm-hmm.
0: and that, you know, that, that helps stay connected with me. And, you know it's it's a thing it's a part of life you know you do grow apart you know that does happen like a lot of times you'll make friends like even in, when it comes to school friends that you're only really friends with because you're in school and and because y'all have like similar interests but if if your interests change if you move you know like people you know start growing different ways it's really easy to lose that touch or you know, to lose those connections but one thing I learned last year, man, was like how important it is to, to do your best to, to stay connected. You know, I mean, especially now, like it's it's so easy because, yeah. you know, there's so many different ways to communicate with people now, man. It's just it's, it's just it's just so many. But what I what I really loved is that I, I reconnected with old school stuff like phone calls yeah. and yeah. and like one on one on one communication and and kind of taking a step back from sharing you know stuff online all the time and actually having like what we're having right now like i'm just talking to you and and i've gone i've gone through months and months and months you know of like some like mental rehabilitation and and that's been like what at the forefront is having that that personal connection and and of course even the community connection too uh and and just keeping keeping that circle close, man. Just like staying, staying close with the circles, man. That's, that's, that's been like a real big thing for me. Real big thing.
1: Awesome. I I guess it just like you mentioned the community piece, I, I remember I caught up with um, Marilyn Carson. She's someone I met at a real estate conference at the start of last year. And we went into that conference mm-hmm. thinking like, oh man, we really want to be able to like be real estate investors, buy a property, be able to have that basically cash you out each month and then it didn't work out by the end of the month going into february march and before we knew it there was a pandemic and something she said she got out of that whole year was actually a stronger sense of community like using zoom calls like this to reach out to family and actually check in and and see like hey are you guys okay okay like since we can't see each other physically, or even people you hadn't thought about in a while, it's like you just, hey, I wonder how this person's doing because, like, like more times than not, it's it's really true that tomorrow's not promised, and it it hasn't been for a lot of people, or it wasn't for a lot of people, but now more so than ever, I I think it's it's bring it's brought about a, a sense of alertness and. I think it's good that um people are are being able to bounce back and actually become stronger during this time because there's a lot i don't want to go on 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 a tangent but there's a lot of mental conditioning always going on and i i think one thing i'd heard you say I, i forget if we spoke on it but like some of the greatest lies ever told is um the value placed on education whether it's the education system school college and things of that sort but it's like yeah i believe it started with a specific purpose and right intentions but too many times where things start isn't always where they end and depending on who's steering the ship if they're not um If they're not honest about what they're doing, and if they're not true to the people that they get to follow them, they can willfully mislead a lot of people um, over and over and over again. And that just keeps people stuck in a cycle that they can't seem to get out of. And they're sitting here questioning themselves, like, are they dumb? Are they bad people? Are they this? Are they that? And it's like, no, it's none of that. It's just you're being played for multiple reasons and thankfully with things like the internet if you really want to know something there's a way to find it and more than likely there's someone close to you that can kind of open your eyes but otherwise you have communities like twitch and things like that where it's like even if you're going just to hang out for a good time like you'll connect with somebody on something and they might just open your eyes to think a little bit bigger than you've been thinking.
0: Mm, that's big. Yeah, that 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 sense of having an open mind, man. That's actually one of the the characteristics that I'm trying to work on myself is try to continue that. That's 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 really big. Yeah.
1: Well, I appreciate you being on the podcast, Matt. I thank you for taking the time it's always great to catch up glad we could do this again and definitely hope we can do it again soon
0: oh yeah man most definitely man uh like i said uh i look up to you man i'm inspired by you man your consistency man your positive energy uh i gotta actually shave my head like you too man (laughs) i'm growing this way too much man but um but man. like i said it's always a pleasure man like I always see you as a little bro, man. So definitely definitely appreciate you, man. And uh big ups to you, man. Definitely big Likewise. ups to you.
1: Oh, let all the right. people know one more time where they can find you on all social media, Twitch, all, right. all the likes.
0: All right, cool, cool. Yeah, man. So you can find me uh like I said, on Twitch, uh, it's MGFC Ronaroni the homie. Uh you can find me on Twitter, it's just MGFC Ronaroni. Uh, you can follow me on instagram i'm also a uh, part-time dj i was a part-time dj before the rona but uh, you can still find me on ig at dj ron b the homie uh, and you can also find me on facebook with my government name Leron bell it's only it's only me so yeah.
1: <laughs> are you still yeah. doing the the consulting piece
0: yeah yeah it's definitely still doing that so like uh for like weddings, birthdays, anniversary, like some events that are starting to happen again. I'm referring people now to, gotcha. you know, uh, people within my DJ circle, music circle right now. So I am gotcha. doing that.
1: But I meant also yeah. the, the consulting piece for um, speaking and-, and um, Oh,
0: you meant like, okay, like that. Yes, yeah. Yeah, so,
1: yeah. I know um, we didn't talk about that at all, but I figured, hey, shout it out. Let people know the there's multiple yeah. multiple hats that Ron yeah. wears.
0: Yeah, I appreciate that, man. Uh, yeah, so I, I, I still do that, just not nearly as much as I used to uh, on my own consulting company uh, called BCC, stands for Bell Coaching and Consulting. I provide consulting services for public speaking, uh, career counseling, and for mathematics. So uh, if, you, if you need help with that, you know you can you can follow me at bcc underscore LLC on Instagram, or you can hit my number, 954-243-8601. I'll let you, boy.
1: Awesome. Thanks, Ron. Yeah.
0: Thank you, man. I appreciate that. Take care. Alright, man. Peace and love, man.
1: Peace. Yeah.
3: Chris A. What's the last name? MG. FC. What up, Lil Diggy? Mm. Oh, wait. I don't know. Is this the real, Is this the real beat, though? I need I need like a little bass. I need I need give me a little bass or at least a kick. Let me see what you got. Mhm, mhm, mhm. That's all I need right there. Let's get it. Check it, check it. Yo, yeah. hey, I said a pacify you rapping, man. I'm bringing y'all the binky. Going up and down when I'm going up the slinky. Titanic flow, man. The boys never sinking. Now I got the minds off the top. What you thinking? Doug Hunt when I got that gun. Orange with a real whip if they having fun. Yeah, SpongeBob, man, I'm steady having fun. Real strong LBs, man, I lift a ton. Move lifts up. Nah, let me get the gifts up. The shift up. Bringing up the mission, the Mac up. Macbook when I'm pro, when you know when I'm really get the G, yo man, I'm letting go. And Monopoly, man, I'm going around the corner. Now, now they said he in the more with the corner. Men in black from the axe in the backs, and I'm real just loud with the Samuel Jackson. I'm Baptist. Y'all seeing this, the captain, the Jack Sparrow. But the boys that he jack in the accent Y'all bringing up the jets that they wanna tell the boys man I've really been a vet Son of a vet Now I'm off the roof, off the ripta Let me speed up, look at up Chicken, I'm ripping down when I'm sipping. I'm mission down on the mission. They really delicious. If they wanna bring it to saving, Aven, now what they ready West craving. I'm sharing them, buried down with they Aven. They looking like a raven, really that's the raven. A future, son of future. What they do, ya, Spotify, they got a lot bringing down with the camera. And I never run in the salmon. I really setting in the bed in light, See the notion, I'm really coming the dead it's night, y'all. See the KSU kid, man, you know it's right. Excel terminal now when they ring bells. Now they seeing the taco man and I get bells. Yeah smart kid yeah, lifting up the dumbbells. If they wanna get the kettle, I gotta get bells. No well bringing up the one note. If they telling the Zoom man, they gotta go oh. Huh. So I'm happening, I'm rapping, I'm trapping, but I'm giving up the in the blackin'. Y'all seeing up the most, it's the boatsman. They really got to get the bread toaster. Off the drink, oh, I'm bringing y'all to coaster. Man, I got a brave little toaster in the holster. Shooting up the guns from the P30. HK, now you know the boy is dirty, dirty. 32 bringing up the real. press. Oh press OBS if they wanna get the fest. Now they telegram and they steady yamming. I'm Instagramming, steady hamming. I'm really yamming. Oh the boof and the loosen. Now I'm really getting so lucid with the dreams that they really letting li- <laughs> let them loose. Clipping with they if they really said that they wear it. They roll really their gun with the swearer, They just clapping up their hands. Little dicky, they icky. They never say that they spicky. They're really dumb and not icky like nasty. Real monsters. I'm loud. Real monsters. Woo man, that beat dropped though. Oh that. Ooh. Woo! I like it. I love it.